0: see what they don't know is they're tuning in to dbyt podcast my name is taisha Hans, and this is my show where i'll explore the ins and outs of the world around me you can tune in every wednesday at seven o'clock eastern time On tonight's episode, we'll be talking about the way things are in our personal relationships from the good times to the not so good times. I want to thank everybody who helped me put this show together. With that being said, let's get into it. Welcome to DBYT. I'm your host, Aisha, and we're very excited to welcome our three special guests for tonight's episode. Please welcome Laquan, Nikki, and Clarence. We have all been in a relationship or two in our lives, and tonight we will gain insight on some of our most wondered about topics. Why do y'all think that people freak out when their partners have a relationship with their exes?
1: I believe somebody doesn't like their partner and their ex talking to each other because for instance, it might be a past drama thing, like you don't know if they're gonna say something about you negatively to affect your relationship and if you guys if you guys ended on bad terms and so i think that's a number one fear because you don't want like all your skeletons or these negative comments about yourself coming up
0: i found that interesting that you took it that way because i was saying it in a way let's say for instance i'm in a relationship and i have an ex but my spouse doesn't want me talking to my ex so mm-hmm. do you think it's rooted in like an insecurity that people might have to where they don't want you speaking to your ex i think
1: think it's because you and that person have history like and it's not just like oh you were friends it's like romantic sexual history and I think to your partner this comes protecting your territory in a sense so when they see you and your ex it's almost like they could leave me for that person because they have some connection of course because they dated and the connection could still be there it's just that some situation caused them to be torn apart
0: the thing about it is though that person is with you for a reason and that ex is next for a reason because personally I feel like everybody's not meant to be together even if you do Mm -hmm. test the waters out it's like maybe we just work better as friends instead of being in a romantic relationship that's why we're not in one right true
1: valid i'll say that yeah and like you said for a personal experience um my parents they were married for 13 years and then they got divorced and throughout their marriage they would like they hated each other but as soon as they divorced they became great friends best friends at that and then my dad even remarried and i don't know if his wife may have had like some sense of jealousy between like their relationship but if she did she never brought it up but yeah that's a valid point that you made
2: I would like to piggyback off that because I was recently in a situation where it was similar to that. I would see them with like little artifacts from past relationships and stuff, and it was weird because it's like, are you still holding on to them? But I also understood that they're not holding on to that person or the idea sometimes. It's almost like they literally are holding on to that hurt. I don't know why. Some people like to dwell in their field and, and kind of bring other people into it almost to try to see when they see somebody who can really help them or when they see somebody who is like this big god in light, they forget that, hey, I'm still hurt and I still need to kind of work on myself.
0: Going off what you just said, do you think it could be that they are holding on to those memories because maybe that's a time in their life where they're actually happy maybe they're holding on to a feeling
2: yeah cause these artifacts will always come up when I'm with them and when we're feeling good and when you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it kind of was like a replication of like I'm seeing like oh if you like this and you like that I see why you like me but at the same time it's I also could tell that that person was not ready almost but they felt like they were but they weren't ready for being with somebody who is ready to really do it you know some sometimes this generation not gonna lie we play a lot of games so we don't really be ready like think. I have a counter to that
1: me personally once you give me something. I'm gonna keep it. I'm just saying, I don't I don't believe in like giving it back. If I feel like it has bad juju around it, I'll burn it before I give it back. But honestly, once you give me something, I'm, I feel like it's mine now. I'm not gonna give it back to you. That's just like, that's just how it goes, for me at least. Me too,
2: but especially in this sense. So the example, it was a cup. Like what I'm speaking of, it's literally a Minnie Mouse City cup. So it didn't make sense anyway. So I'm asking like, why you got that? And she was like, oh, this is my ex cup. Mind you, this is an ex who, you know, through private conversations, I've learned that that person was really hurt in a lot of past relationships. And like, it makes my mind wonder, why why do you have something that will remind you of something that hurts you?
0: To answer that, I think, okay, personally, maybe that person wasn't ready for you, even though you were ready for them. Like you were ready to give your all to somebody and they're just not at the stage to do that for you. So even though you felt good with that person, it's like, dang, they wasn't ready for me. And now I have to, quote unquote, go play games and go searching for somebody else because I still want to be able to give somebody myself, even though that person isn't ready for me.
2: Okay, but yeah, because honestly, that was me in that situation as well, because I was ready to give my all to a past, like, very long relationship, like 10 years plus, been known for a very long time, and I was ready to give them my all, and one red flag, and I was like, I gotta run, because I can't give you my all, and I'm not getting it all back because of our past as well, so it was like, me trying to give it to somebody else who don't see that, like, hey, I'm here, like, I'm, I'm dead, and it's like, dang, you you did the same thing to them. So I, that's totally correct, honestly.
0: And you know, it's been times where I've been in this situation over the past, what, I'm gonna say 10. <laughs> I'm just giving myself a little breather room cause I don't need nobody trying to be like, oh yeah, so this is when she was with? No, 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 no. What we're going to do is say <laughs> that I've been on both sides of the coin where it was like, hey, I'm ready but the other person wasn't. And then when the situation got to me, it's like, I already know how that situation is and how it goes and how it feels. So it's like, I'm so used to it. And I'm like, I'm not finna try and give my all to you when I already know how this game to go. And it's crazy to think like that, but it's like, that's what it ended up being. Well,
1: okay, Taita, I have a question. Okay. So say if like you get into a relationship and then your ex reaches that emotional maturity level, that personal maturity level that you wanted them to get, and then they want you back. Do you think that mm-hmm. you you could handle going back to that person and hurting the person that you're with now or should you just keep what you have and leave what was past in the past?
0: that is a great question I would say it honestly depends on the ex and I'll say that because at the end of the day everybody deserves their happiness and if that person you know genuinely brought you happiness and that like for example how we're talking about pursuing love like you still stuck on your ex it's like my history is here and this person is my everything and then you have this person where you like they could be or they couldn't be you really don't know because it's so new so it's like I would say personally for me, it depends on which ex we talking about. I wouldn't say I would jump at the opportunity. It would have to be something over time. We start talking as friends or getting to like know each other again, to so I can see what type of person you have evolved into, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like you don't, you don't just jump like that. Cause you gotta understand that people have like feelings and emotions, so you can't just go around Breaking people heart because that's messed up. But at the same time, you your ultimate goal is to be happy with your life. So play your cards right is what I say. I agree.
1: Yeah, I agree with that because you never know until you're actually like involved with that person again. Because it's different from like what you see maybe like four hours out of the day. But once you're living with a person. It starts to really bring out what is hidden from you most of the time because you get to see their cleaning habits, how they live, how they deal with being annoyed, how they deal with being around in close quarters with somebody. Before you actually decide to do something like that major and say like shifting relationships, you have to know that it's never going to be truly like visually there until you are in a closed, confined space with that person
0: i'll agree with you with that and i think that a lot of people in our generation like just based off of social media i think they they're very quick everybody likes things instant and they want it fast so it's like they look at things and be like oh yeah that's relationship goals i want to move in with my boyfriend or girlfriend i want to take these trips with but do you know that person well enough because everything seems very sweet and very good especially in the beginning until you see like the person that they actually are because everybody puts on a facade to get a person I don't care what nobody says because everybody is either extra sweet extra nice extra giving extra caring at the beginning because it's like oh well if I can get them to like me I I have a chance but as time goes on people start unfolding and they start getting lazy with that and they start going back to who they actually are and that's when you have to look at it and be like all right you're not the person that I thought you were. <laughs> so now I'm not necessarily stuck with you because we are not married, but at the same time, I thought we could go to distance in a way.
3: I agree with that. I think that's why most relationships tend to end around three months because you could only keep a facade for so long. And especially in those situations, I don't think it's that intentional, but sometimes when you're putting in that facade, cause you really want this person to like you and then you get comfortable and then your real true colors start to spill out and you figure out that they're not compatible with you.
2: If I can piggyback, it's ironic that you just said the three month thing, because I'm sitting up here thinking, it takes me personally a long time to trust people, but I'm an open book, so I open up to a stranger. So after about a week or two, if I feel like we friends, I'm gonna start doing you like a friend. And me, I treat my friends very highly, because it's been the point where it's
1: almost like they are my relationships. I don't think you could really get to know someone until to see how they live, see how they interact with other people. I know how you handle yourself as a person, how you handle other people, because like Nikki was saying, people will put on a facade for months and months to make you believe that they are a certain way. And then all of a sudden, they get tired of holding up that facade and then they just switch up on you and you're like, whoa. As far as that, like I was with the,
2: with the friend word, honestly, it's it's like a mindset thing on like, I know you're trying to pursue me. I know I'm trying to pursue you. So I'm gonna just go ahead, set that there. So I'm not mischievous and mistrusting in my ways because so I will open up to you, but I will also keep a lot to myself. Like I'll just tell you the iceberg, I'm telling you something, but I'm not telling you everything. But if you're pursuing me and I'm pursuing you, I want to tell you everything. But if I don't trust you, how can I cannot. that's why i try to put that up there so i don't block people out all the way
0: with that like the building trust with people that you are pursuing it's it's kind of (laughs) weird like it's like dang i like this person but i also don't want them to judge me for either who i was or what i've done or whatever so it's like you have to pick and choose what you want somebody to know because it's been times where people will come back and be like, oh, well, you remember when X, Y, and Z? And you're like, wow, you really gonna throw that in my face like that? Like, I thought we were better than that. And then that's when you also start seeing that people, they change. And that's, uh, that's some crazy jump. Like, the way that people change is weird, but you want people to change because if they're changing, they're initially growing in a sense because they're coming into themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah
2: i actually have talked to my ex i wouldn't i don't know it was a relationship but it really
0: that's
2: weird but i've spoken to her recently and she tells me thank you for all the stuff that you was doing like i understand why you do xyz and that's because over that course of us interacting and mingling and going on dates or whatever we were both changing i was changing she was changing but i seen where she could change for better she i know that she seen where i could change for better and honestly that's what I take from a lot of relationships period just what can I learn from them more so than what can I get out of this or what can I what can I take from this I look at it more so as like we're sitting down in class what is the lesson to be learned if I feel like it's not going to work especially
0: I definitely agree with that I'm friends with like most of my exes like we don't have no bad grounds, you know what I mean? Because it's like we have an understanding, like we grew apart, and that's okay. We grew apart in a romantic mm-hmm. way, but we still have that friendship. That's why it's very important to have a foundation as friends first, because you get to know a person inside and out well, as much as you can as a friend, you know what I mean? And it's like if if need be we can revert back to that if it's not bad from whatever happened in the situation where whether it was mutual so like oh we just we're just not meant to be or if somebody I don't know I don't really get mistreated that much but if that was to happen then you know that you can work out your differences and come together as friends at the end of the day.
1: I agree with that because I tell my younger brother all the time he thinks that he's a player and he's he jumps from girl to girl. And I'm, I'm like, you can't do that, bud, you cannot do that because you're gonna mess around, um, hurt the wrong girl. Next thing you know, she gonna kick in your, <laughs> your own car door, start slashing your tires and crap. And I'm just like, you gotta get to know them because you might be dating the Nets, um, American Psycho or something, but they pretending to have this nice put together facade. And like Taisha said, you have to have a friendship at your foundation before you, I think, even escalate to anything else. Because having a friendship means you have an understanding of what boundaries not to cross, what you find acceptable about how you're treated, and also what you're willing to put up with from this person.
0: My ex did not like me talking to my ex. And for me, I saw it as like, why? Like, what? what is the big deal with it? And be like, I feel like I'm mature enough to be able to separate. We, You are my romantic ex and you are my current boyfriend. So I'm not gonna cross any lines, you know what I mean? Like to a point where it's like no return, you know what I mean? So it was like, in my mind, I'm like, why can't you trust me enough to talk to somebody Like, you're making it a big deal. And I didn't understand that.
3: For me, talking to exes is a no-no. And all my exes right now are blocked. And that's probably because we did not end on the brightest terms. I mean, a few we did end on some good terms, but they still blocked. I just feel like we have nothing else to talk about. And even though there was a friendship there that we started on, I just don't feel like there's... Any room to entertain anything from them. In terms of your ex not liking when you talk, would talk to an ex, I think that just goes back to this is somebody that you have history with. And for some people, time spent, like, especially if it's a newer relationship and you find out that your significant other's talking to their ex, it's like, ah, because that person you spent more time with and you have already something going on and like what if this is just a bump in y'all's road and I'm just the side character it brings a lot of insecurities to play
0: in my situation we had a conversation about hey I'm going to talk to x y and z because I want to talk to them about x y and z and it was like well why and I'm like well you know why I just to- you know what I'm saying I just told you why so it's like in my head i'm like i can separate my feelings from my friends like if we just friends and i already got a man's like that's what it is it, it ain't going to go no further than that because I, I i don't i'm not looking at you like that now if if i was single that's different cuz i'm single you know what i mean so i think with that on my side i should have gotten to know him a little bit better to see like what his buttons were on some things because To me, I'm like, you can talk to your ex, I really don't care. You can talk to females, I really don't care. Like, it's fine to have conversations with people. And that's what I genuinely believe. But it's like, on his end, he's like, oh, no, don't be talking to no boys. Don't be talking to your exes. Don't do that. And I'm like, okay, so hypothetically and just for the record i'm not but what if i was bisexual are you saying that i cannot talk to females nor males i only can talk to Mm -hmm. you and family and that's where it was it was confusing to me because i'm like if i was bisexual are you scared that everyone's going to take me like do you not trust me or because you say that you don't trust them but at that point do you not trust everybody Okay, so
2: me as well, I can be very detached from my emotions. I really can. I can almost be where it's like, I'm looking at myself, acting everything. So I'm very intrinsic. So having that as a characteristic as well, it's almost like you get to see how other people act. I get to notice all the little stuff that they do or whatever. And in the end, it kind of does create problems because I like I said me thinking about my emotions and yours it makes me understand that you do not trust me that you do not maybe trust yourself enough or you have some insecurities that are blocking you from actually understanding where I'm coming from so that in communication I'm big on that so it's like if we can't communicate and we can't understand each other what what are we doing
0: I would also like to add that I come from a family that is mixed. I have a mixed family. So where I grew up, where we all look at each other as family. I've been shown that it is okay to have friends, especially if you've had a romantic history. Like, so I ha- I feel like in that sense, I had a little bit more understanding. So I don't know if that had an impact on where I'm like more trusting of people where it's like, well, if you say you're not gonna do it, I expect you to keep your word and do that but I feel like especially with that if you want to go out and do something people are going to do it at the end of the day so if you go out and cheat on me with your ex you're you were going to do that anyway <laughs> you know like you can't stop people from doing that to you
1: I agree with that because me and my boyfriend we have an understanding I have put my trust in you you put your trust in me and at the end of the day we don't want to hurt each other And we tend, we have like an open line of communication about how we feel, a very honest way of expressing our emotions and insecurities. And we even have like, we even have a joke, like you can look at the car and the car being the person that you think is attractive. You can look at, you cannot touch it. You cannot drive it. You can can ask about information about the car, but you better not get inside of that car. It's as long as you guys have, like, understanding of that, I don't want to betray your trust. If you don't think that you are capable of maintaining that trust and and respect for it, then you should, that should be one of the first things that you talk about before you enter a relationship.
0: That is true. I do have a question, though. Um, What do y'all consider cheating?
3: If I can't do it, then you can't do it. Boom. <laughs> That's it. Period. <laughs>
0: Do you believe that physical cheating is the only type of cheating or do you believe in emotional cheating? Is that a thing in your book or what?
3: I definitely think emotional cheating is a thing because it's just anything that you would feel uncomfy with me doing. If you felt like if I was talking to this person about X, Y, and Z and I'm thinking about them 10 times out of 10, then yes, that is emotionally cheating. Why are you with me? Okay. So why do you think people cheat? Because... I don't know. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I, <laughs> I'm still I, trying
3: to figure out why. <laughs> because you have the door. You can mm-hmm. leave the door. Right. Why do you stay inside something that you're not happy with? And, you know, I think for some people, it's like they already have something established. Or they might feel like, oh, they're such a good person. I'll be so bad to walk away from the situation. But they want to eat their cake, too. Uh-huh. They, they want to mm-hmm. be in this situation in that situation, too. And they know which one they really want to pursue in the end. And that's probably why some people cheat and they stay in that same relationship. I can't speak because I do not cheat.
0: I heard that last comment and I do want to make a comment to your comment. You may not cheat, but everybody has that in them to do it
1: oh yeah just because
0: you haven't done it doesn't mean you won't do it it's a lot of things that people and that's that's i feel like that's a big thing in our uh society where people especially like oh i would never i would never you never know what you're gonna do until you actually press with the situation you have to look at it like have you been tempted to do something so for example if you're always locked up in your room you'll never cheat right because there is nothing on the outside that could get into your room but if you go out let's say you just go walk the streets for maybe a day or so and somebody approaches you they're very charming they're very handsome x y and z not saying that you would but are you saying that you would not talk to them at all what if they had everything that you wanted That temptation, I feel like it could creep in. And sometimes people pursue it and sometimes people don't. But also, I think that temptation can be persistent. And even though you may not want it, it still can come for you. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I agree with Taisha because I like to think that I have strong self-control. But you never know. I love my boyfriend. I do. I do. I love him unconditionally. Not unconditionally, but... um, (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> there like some men will come up to me and start talking to me and some of them are attractive and I ha- it's, it's me in my head I'm like remember what you have like I have to sometimes give myself that talk because if I was single oh yeah I'd be entertaining this all day but there's a point where you have to talk with yourself mentally are you willing to sacrifice what you have for some unknown temporary pleasure. Me personally, I can't, I can't do that because I care about this person so much. I cannot imagine doing something like that. That was just like that would destroy our relationship that we built over the years. That would destroy all kinds of trust. That would cut bonds between my family and his family. The casualties are not worth the risk for me
0: do you believe people who cheat deserve forgiveness yes why you say that
1: i believe
2: everybody should have forgiveness only because you never know what's actually going through their mind. The same way how you said if you're locked up, you never know. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes your significant other can be going through a mental turmoil, not knowing why, just from daily struggles and daily pressures and things like that. And you never know how you could actually be putting pressure on them as well sometimes if y'all if y'all are not communicating all the time, especially if communication goes weak due to the pressures and stuff like that so not all the time but don't keep forgiving them you know they cheat one time you know look smack on the hand the second time for real, for real go ahead and leave them alone because my me i got three times of charm and that third time you showed me who you truly are but i don't even want to get three because if you did it more than one time you'll do it again but you should forgive them you know totally i truly i feel like that Yeah,
0: i agree with that like especially a lot of people, or I don't know about a lot of people. I'm going to say a lot of women because I don't talk to too many men who say anything about their women cheating. But with the females, they say, oh, well, if my man cheat, I'm out of there. <laughs> and I'm like, but are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everybody want to seem so tough. And so, like, oh, I have, a, I have a no-tolerance policy. And it's like, but do you, though? Because this man maybe he disrespects you or he does something even if it's not exactly cheating he's treating you a certain way but you're still tolerating it but a month ago you said you'll never do that so like what has changed you know what i mean
2: i want to go off your point laquan to go back to back circle on what you said about the strong will and how you just wouldn't want to break that apart and also to bring it back to, you know, forgiving people. You know, sometimes you gotta forgive yourself too before you even start forgiving other people because even that thought in your head could feel so nasty and so degrading because you know how much you love that person. But it's also like, as you're fighting that thought, it's almost like you, you start thinking about all this other stuff, for like, well, they did this and they did that. So you gotta, I don't know, it's weird. You gotta, you gotta forgive yourself too sometimes. and everybody doesn't get a self that leverage either especially in relationships because i've got cheated on a, a, a little good amount of time so it, it's not necessarily turned my heart cold but it makes it where i got these so strong barriers that i won't forgive you and i won't forgive myself for not letting that hurt go
3: feel like forgiveness overall is for yourself And what I mean by that is you forgive others. Sometimes they don't even apologize, but you have to forgive them for yourself. Like you owe yourself that much. And even when you're in the wrong, you need to forgive yourself to keep on going.
1: I agree with Nikki because you don't need to forgive for their sake. It's just holding a grudge can be so unhealthy. I believe you either need to forgive them or go ahead and get your revenge because either way it's not good on your mental state or on your physical health to try to contain all that negative resentment and anger. So you need to release it some kind of way. And I've never been cheated on, but I have left my exes for less than that because I'm gonna tell you one time and one time only. And after that, is over. I've left Sis for thinking that just because they were giving me things meant that I should be indebted to them. They learned just from that, just from me leaving, that no, that is not the case.
0: You know how I said that everybody's not meant for everybody?
1: Damn.
0: Do you believe you have such low tolerance for those people because you really wasn't feeling them like that? Like, because if you was truly, like, for real, like, in love with somebody, you think you're going to up and leave them that easily?
1: I love myself more than I love anybody else. And I'm not willing to let myself be treated less than I think I deserve. So, before that happens, I'll leave.
0: Do you believe that there's a difference between loving someone and being in love with someone? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What do you think the difference is?
1: I think being in love with someone, it's an infatuation of that person. But loving someone is the it seems, I don't know, the whole enchilada, like you're willing to like give your your heart, your kidney, I don't know, your, give them blood if they need to. Loving is the bigger version of being in love. What did he say? Because, Being in love is just, it seems so microscopic, but loving someone like how, say, your parents love you or you love your child or you love your friends or your family, it's just that it encompasses so much versus the the idea of just being in love with Mm -hmm. the romantic aspects of it, yeah.
0: See, I would have said something completely different. I honestly believe that for y'all, I love all y'all on this call, dead serious. I, I mean, I wouldn't say it if I didn't mean it, but is there anybody on this call that I'm in love with? Absolutely not. I feel like loving, you can love so many people, but that you probably going to be in love, in love with maybe max two people in your life. I'm not ever going to be in love with my children. That just, that's weird. I will love my children. I will be in love with my husband. That's the only way he will be my husband. I'm not going to marry my boyfriend just loving him. I have to mm-hmm. be all in. Hence the in love. <laughs> you feel me? So it's like, I look at that. Yeah. Different. I look at it totally opposite.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh... I look at it
3: the same way as you, because, you know, if someone was to come up to you and you've been in this relationship with someone, they're like, yeah, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Your heart would drop. Like, I don't know. It just feels like, everything crashing down especially like in love is just everything like it's like no even cap. through their flaws you want them you'll never stop wanting them i mean <laughs> but i mean theoretically <laughs> never you'll never stop wanting them
0: i agree with that i feel like i mean because being in love I me mean, that's you that's your everything and i mean i guess i'm gonna give y'all a quick spill. i only been in love once time in my life only one time and i told myself i can't ever do that again (laughs) but (laughs) but for the simple fact because like i know how much energy and time and like effort that took for me and i ain't never experienced nothing like that before and it's like will i ever if dude came to me today and we we sat down we talked and we you know we got to know each other for who we are now and not who we were oh probably you never really know
1: well, um, Nikki said, when someone tells you that I love you, but I'm not in love you, I was like, hmm, that makes sense. Like that, that does sound like it would hurt. But also, it's just like you love them for a variety of things. You love them because of how they are, what they do, how they treat you, mm-hmm. and then no, I think it's because I've heard it said so many times so loosely. But, like, people in relationships that it kind of being the word being in love with somebody seems less valuable. Like, you, like, we were talking about earlier, we've heard couples get into these relationships talking about they're in love with somebody and they've been, like you said, they've been dating for three months.
3: Quick question. So, your first steps in a relationship would be I'm in love with you or I love you.
1: I see myself saying I love you. And when I say it, it means. I love you for everything and all that you are. That That's just how me personally, I see it.
2: For me as well, I would say, I wouldn't say I love you because I don't know, like, I've always had a problem with saying that anyways. I had a problem with saying that to my own mom. So I just tell them I'm in love with you. I feel like, like he, like um, Laquan said, like loving somebody is showing them it's actions. You can be in love with some shoes you can be in love with some clothes that they have on you can be in love with their eyes but if you love them that means you love everything about them so and that might you know we are men and y'all are women so that could be you know just our mind work and how our brains work from that aspect but i would definitely say i'm in love with you well i would definitely not even say nothing i just have to show it now from now on again because like he said it is loosely used and I just started saying it and it's like, I feel like I just be throwing it around sometimes. Cause I love my friends, I do. But they always say, you need to say I love you versus love you and that type of stuff. I 100% agree that I love
3: you hit different than just love
0: you. <laughs> I think a, like a lot of my friends are like lovey-dovey. Like they tell me they love me all the time. <laughs> I. And if they know me the for real, for real, I don't, I don't do all that. Like I grew up in a household where it's more like you and Laquan said, we show, we show things. We don't ever say, Oh, I love you. We're not with that. Mm-hmm. We're we know that we always got each other, we're gonna support each other, we're gonna be there for each other at the end of the day, because that's what we do. That's how we show love. I could care less for words. And when people tell me things, I just be like, all right, cool, like. Like, I might say it back, I might not. It just depends on who you are, and it depends on how I feel about you. Like, if you my friend, of course I love you.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, with people, you have to understand the way that they were brought up as well, because that could put a dent in your relationship if you're not cautious. This could cause friction between you two because you're initially not understanding each other. Uh, For example, the people in my life, like a boyfriend, would probably think that I don't love them or that I'm not really feeling them because I don't say the actual words often or especially too fast, you know. So while they're saying like, dang, I wish you would say I love you back. I'm like, well, I've been showing you that I love you this whole time. Like, why isn't that enough for you? So it's just very important to be open-minded when you're building relationships, especially with people that you're trying to be with. All right, that's all we have for DBYT today. I want to thank everybody who tuned in this week and participated in this conversation. Y'all can follow me on Instagram at underscore senih. That's underscore S-E-N-I-H. If you have any comments, suggestions, topics, or questions, feel free to hit me up on social media. If you did enjoy today's episode, you can tune in next week for more great conversation. But that is all I have for you this week. I'm Taisha and I promise I won't bite my tongue.